everybody. Welcome to episode 63. Do you have a piece of mail uh, of Rise of the Star Lords? This week, well, actually, this week we're starting without Tom. Tom will be here, do not fret. He just had very important work-related things that he has to accomplish before he can join us. But we do have a little bit of a recap. Last week, you beat up one particular zombie giant and a very rude furnace, while Jacinto turned the next room over into a hellscape. That about sums it all up. <laughs> I'm glad you remembered Rude Furnace. Yes. I forgot about it, but, but you remembered. Thank you. Uh, well, it was a very, it was a very good. I, I, tr- right. I tried not to forget that because it was very good. <laughs> uh, I appreciate and, your kindness and all regards. Go ahead. Well, I appreciate you calling it a Rude Furnace because that was great. Um, but we do have an icebreaker question that does need to be answered. And it is courtesy of Old King Cole. And in under <laughs> preferred pronouns, they put a jolly old soul. Uh, <laughs> a jolly old soul, we'll see. Uh-huh. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. But the question is, if animals could talk, which species would be the rudest of them all? Is the answer random, or is it tied into any of your characters' backstories? Who would like to go first? Ava will go first. Go ahead. Uh, If animals could talk, um, she is 110% certain that um, wild boar and other feral pigs would be the rudest of them all. Uh, She's had many dealings with them in the uh, deep forests around Sandpoint, and let me tell you, they are are rude as is. Rudis, root capacity reached at about uh, 20 to 30 of them. So uh, that's what I have to say about that. Excellent. Who would like to go next? Who would offer themselves up as tribute as much as I hate to make that reference? Oh, don't hate that reference. It's popular for a reason. I didn't enjoy the books. I did. Um... Well, uh, Lahan's gonna have to say that squawks are probably the rudest of them all. They just, you know, they know they're cute. They're gonna get away with it. Those darn squawks. For some reason, I picture them with a voice of Gilbert Godfrey. Uh, squawks? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, it's just the first association that you started talking about a squawks talking, and I immediately went to Gil- Gilbert Godfrey. It's. It's made even more strange by the fact that Gilbert Godfrey has come up no less than two other times for me today. Two very separate situations, and now this. Weird. I, I guess I guess Rip Gilbert Godfrey. Rip Gilbert Godfrey. Indeed. Yeah, I haven't heard anything terrible about him, so I'm going to say uh, yes. Rest he's in dead. <laughs> yep. You know he's actually dead. No, I, I I know he's dead. I'm just saying I haven't heard anything terrible about him as a person, so yes, okay. I will mourn his. Oh advice. yeah. Uh, and it could be that something he did he did do something terrible. I just have not heard of it. Um, but speaking of terrible things, Grar. <laughs> okay, so here's what people are not realizing about this question. 
there's animals that are just assholes, even though they don't speak. So my number one nomination is mosquitoes. Because first off, mosquitoes are assholes to begin with, and I cannot imagine them saying anything positive, polite, helpful, whatever. They're just going to be like sneaky, and they're going to, if they could talk, they'd probably just like laugh at you. Haha, I got your bud, you can't catch me. Or something like that. Awful, like mosquitoes should not exist in general. That, Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. That buzzing in your ear when they're flying by is just, hey, you a bitch. Right, like, how much worse would that be? I, I imagine and that buzz in the ear. And you smack your ear and not even get it, and it would just make them talk yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, that's where imagine, we agree. I imagine that buzz in the ear is actually a, can I speak to your manager? Uh, <laughs> they give big Karen energy to me. <laughs> but uh, now, People would like drinking a lot more if you uh, ate less sodium. Uh-huh. But I'm going to take us over to our tabletop view, and we can jump back in because we did not finish that combat. Wait, hold on. Still have... but, but what's Tom's answer? Mm, what is Tom's answer? Oh, yes, we get to make one up. Our Tanya's yeah. extended family. They're kind of jerks. <laughs> what, what was that? I approved. I said our Tanya's extended family. They're kind of jerks. <laughs> wow, that's perfect. Um... And I think Lapis's answer would be uh, frogs, and I will not elaborate on that. Fair, fair. But uh, yeah, we're we're back over to our tabletop view. As you can see, there is just literal hell in this other room. Uh, the headless, dual axe wielding entity and their three small zombie giants are just kind of in the corners of the room trying to avoid the hell that is that what is it etheric shard spell <sighs> polar vortex has been dismissed so that you can actually see in the room and throw things around the room but we do have the shards and it is Ava's turn. You have a field of etheric shards in front of you and foes on the other side, Ava. And here I am, stuck in the middle with you, looking at Grar. Um, <clears throat> the ghosts are coming closer. Grar looks at you confused. Is that a reference I didn't understand? We'll, we'll talk about it when we're not in mortal peril. Remind me, what are the, no. what's the height of the, uh, the ceilings in this room? I think I said they were about 20 feet because the giants are 10 feet tall and the structure was built to accommodate most of the residents. And the etheric shards are 10 by 10 by 10 square, right? Yes, Cube, indeed. I mean. Yes. Marvelous. This is exactly what I wanted to hear. Ava comes flying around the corner here. Uh, the, oh, geez. Um... <clears throat> Pay, pay no attention to the uh, actual numbers here uh, because uh, there's going to be some ascending and descending involved. Uh, needless to say, she's going to get about there with a full action, uh, with a full round of move and, and her jetpack. Sure, provoking an attack of opportunity. 
Um, if they have ten foot reach, yes. They do indeed. Bring it on! I have mobility. Slow hero lab. Oh, it has it out for you. It's, a, it's an every Thursday thing. I think I just think that there's got to be a massive amount of either on the internet or on Hero Lab at this time for whatever reason. It's a pretty common gaming time, I think, Thursday nights. So the the headless individual swung at you. Got a 36 to hit. Uh, that'll meet with mobility. Nice. So take a total of 46 cold damage. And that bites into you. How much again? 46. And the final creature... The, the zombie, the small zombie giant that you ended up sort of right next to slaps out of you and the 38 to hit. Jesus. Oh, these guys were supposed to be chumps. Uh, it rolled very high. It rolled a, I think, 19 to die if my math is correct. But it does do 26 bludgeoning damage and it slaps at you. And you said that was a full move to get over there, Ava? Yep. Alright. We are on to this headless individual who can't reach you in melee, but can throw some axes. They are going to be flat-footed because they are choosing to stand in the etheric shards. And they are going to, I think, throw both their axes at Natural 20 will hit. <laughs> For 95, cold and slashing. <laughs> nope. No? Roll a... Uh, hold on. The, you're going to use your dented casa? Oh, where the fuck is it? 
how he laid out this. Might be easier just to take all the damage. No. <laughs> there's a property on that weapon that I'm not aware of. Or Hero Labs messed up real bad, but it says 44. Shit. Ah, T everywhere. Gosh. Ow. Oh no. I'm safe. I'm fine. I'm safe from T spills. See? That is... Headless Lord's turn. That was their full action. It is Lahan's turn. Lahan, you're in a corner. The the rude furnace is no more. Yeah, yeah. I darted over here because I didn't want to be as close to anything. Um, this is my range. Oh, that's right. I have the street sweeper out because the furnace. Uh, um, was resistant. Um, so I will you. I will drop the brass or the, the street sweeper. Use move action to pull my frost rod instead. Um, and I will take a shot at the. I think I'm pretty sure I got a line of sight, even though. Shooting through my allies all the way back here at this headless monstrosity. Um, but it's inside the room, and this does have one range increment penalty. It's my second range increment. So it's taking minus two for a total of 26 to hit EAC. Matches, nice. 23 cold damage. Did Jeff just get really quiet for anyone else? Yeah, he did. The microphone was off, but it's still listening to me at a reduced volume for some reason. Uh, so that Weird. didn't match. I am doing, I am applying the damage. It is 23, you said. Two, three. They don't look super happy about that, but they could, they could look less happy. Uh, as much as you can read facial expressions on a headless entity. It's a lot of body language. A lot of tension in the shoulders. There. Uh, Grar? What would you like to do? So, Grar, you know, is a little bit of a Philistine, but he is not too Philistine to have a jetpack. So Grar utilizes that jetpack to wash around the difficult terrain. Sure. I Arriving mean... here. Some of our very first interactions with, with Grar was someone riding your back across the heavens as you sailed across Sandpoint. 
still warms my heart. So... If you move immediately adjacent like that, though, that does provoke an attack of opportunity because you have moved through one of their threatened squares. Bring it on. I don't want to my turn in one of the uh, green circles. They look ominous. Sure, that's fine. I just wanted you to be aware of that. As Hero Lab slowly pulls up its dice roller. Uh, I got a total of 22, which I know super doesn't hit. Don't, don't insult me like that. It says Grower in character to the giant and then proceeds to trip him. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Where's the button? There's the button. Super duper does. Super duper does. A little bit of damage, and they mm -hmm. are. Ooh. Face down on the ground. Yep. Ah. Gosh darn it. Wow. Roll 20 is just being. Roll 20 in Hero Lab. They just don't like me tonight. They're, they're prone, that's what the little leggies mean. Courtesy of that condition pack. I think I already had the leggies, like... They did, but I forgot from. to turn them off. Okay. That's, that's, that's what it was, I think. Um, so you struck them for a little bit, and you did trip them. It is Jacinto's turn. Jacinto, I know, is very low uh. on spells. Jacinto yeah. should be here any moment. Do we want to just take a minute? Um, uh, have they Jacinto delays. Or Jacinto delays. Yeah, there you go. Jacinto, Jacinto does a level two mind thrust or something. That or if Jacinto happens to have any healing items in their on their person, they are very injured. I think. I think. Jacinto delays is the best option. That's that's fine by me. Uh, Jacinto delays. I've got I've got a zombie giant that's right in front of Brawler, and it's gonna full attack. Uh, after, nope, it's gonna single attack after it stands. Uh, you did not get thrown. Mm -hmm. It will no longer be thrown. It will no longer have the legs. Swings in real fast and then slows down at the last minute as it stares at your, your furry bear face and then it gently caresses your mama. I am so adorable. I, I bat my Crispa dumps out of ten eyes at it. Yeah. You you even you you turn even the heart of a undead undead giant. And melts his unbeating heart. Literally, it just pours out of its ribcage. There's a hole in it. Um, this next one up here is next to Ava and is going to. It's going to full attack, though, because it is not prone. final one is going to step over adjacent to the etheric shards but not into them uh, provoking attack of opportunity from Grar with your absurd reach uh yes 
PAC. I say help So you oh. hit. Yeah. Have three hits. points of damage. This one looks severely, severely savaged. And it is going to strike at you one time. A 35? I believe misses by one. No, that that does match. Oh, that matches. Okay. It steps forward. You claw at it, and it returns 27 of the 40 damage you gave to it. It's like, no, no, that was too much. Here, have some back. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to use my freaking Vanguard thing to take half that after DR, which is going to be 12. Okay. You're like, no, no, no. You don't need to give me anything back here. We'll just put this off to the side. We'll give it to charity. <laughs> I insist. No, I insist. <laughs> uh, and we are at the end of the turn. Keep going. Uh, Jacinto is in limbo. They are very injured. We'll let them jump in as soon as they get in. Alright. Oh. Ava wasn't expecting to catch an axe to the face, so she's gonna, instead of attacking these guys, she's going to use standard action to go invisible. What? No. Yep. Then run away. Kind of. Not running away, just tactical retreat. Alright. So it is this headless undead creature's turn. They lose sight of you, and they are going to... I believe I can use a move action as a swift action, right? I don't see why not. It's a bigger action being used to do a smaller action. It's going to snap both of its fingers, and both of the hand axes will fly back into its hands. And then it has a standard action left, and... Grar, you're within 30 feet. It will throw one of them at Grar. Oh, that's fun. I'm gonna use a fucking point to negate half that as well. It's gonna be uh, 21. Is that a reaction to do that? Because you just yes. did that and you hadn't acted since. Um, okay. Let me double check. But you might be high enough level Vanguard to use that thing and you get an extra reaction. I don't know Vanguard as well as I should. 
I know that they do have a class feature that will allow them to have a second reaction, I think, once per day or once until they have rested for 10 minutes. So that there's like one turn where they can double up on something like that. But that's pretty cool. That's it. It's, it's a third level thing. It. It's a third level thing. Once per day, you can take additional reaction in a single round, although you can still only take one reaction for triple. So, sure, why not? Okay, I just wanted to make sure. So, you, you reduce and mitigate some of that 43 damage. And that's all it's at. Lahan, what would you like to do? Shoot again? Uh, yeah, this time I'll use my move action to combat track uh, that baddie over there. No. Same one I shot before. No. This time with extra uh, accuracy, that's a 24 to hit EAC. That will miss. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a great roll. It was only a five on the die. Um, I will pass my turn to Grar. Grar, you've got two small zombie giants in front of you. One of them smacked you. The other one caressed your face lovingly. Grar does not like non-conventional tactics there. He's going to do full attack, one on each one. First one on the left, I went on the right. Alright. I don't know why I couldn't stop the character sheet, but I just keep it. Then I'm just going to do it. Alright. Check, I'm pretty sure that's a hit. Versus EAC, if I remember correctly. You yes. both of them. You seriously hurt both of them. Because 226s, you know, against relatively minor, like, minion-type figures, and just astronomical amounts of damage are... You know, it's a good combination from your perspective. A less good one. Uh, for, from my perspective... And after applying that damage, I'm going to take us to standby for one moment. And when we come back, we're going to have the fantastic Tom.
we're back with the wonderful pop. Hello. And it, it's Jacinto's turn, and because you you delayed until your following turn, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go twice if you want. Oh, Jet, I think we both agree uh, that that would be far too much power for me as Spellcaster. I am, I'm gazing upon the chaos that I've already created. Uh, I didn't want to deny you a turn, so I was giving you the option, but I appreciate you not taking it. <laughs> no, of course, of course. Also, as as I think we covered last week, uh, I have, I, I have, I'm running on fumes here. Um, so current buffs. So say we all. So say we all. Uh, everybody's running, uh, remembering their fire and cold resist twelve. Their fast healing. Uh, I lied. It's not fast healing four. It's fast healing two. It's half the spell level, and plus one morale bonus. Um, so. Assuming that we are, Asinto regains two points, so does our Tanya, and then let's think of what we're going to do. Jacinto's on our Tanya. Um, what's the feet on that, Tom? 60 feet. Oh, wow. Ava, how did you get all the way up there? Uh, full action jetpack move. And then, and then I got crit, so I went invisible and hiding. Yeah, good idea. And now uh, you know the rest of the story. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I guess I blacked out there for a second. Uh, where did Ava go? Um, I do have uh, light. I, I, I'm pretty sure I have that asynchronous heart, or that synchronous heart, rather. Uh, sorry, COVID. Um, Sinto is going to. Fly on our Tanya through. Tanya's got a 40 foot move speed. So uh, it is, of course, assumed that I am flying 10 feet above the ground so as to avoid these things. So I saw Ava go down that room. Um, you saw Ava go to here and then go invisible. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, that's rough. Uh, mm. That said, we do have mind light. That's right. Yeah. So, his, thank you for reminding me of my mystic ability. Jacinto uh, will think at Ava. Um, what's the easiest way to get to you? Uh, and she'll think back at you um, through through this hallway here, the the lower hallway. If you were looking at this as a map, and you know this were yeah. north. <laughs> yeah, from a, uh, if you could say, <laughs> from, from a spider's eye view, as it uh, as the case yeah. may be. Um, so we will continue flying through here, and that's as far as Asinto can get for now. Um, well, as far as Artanya can get, and I don't think I can give him more move actions uh, because he can only ever take one move and one standard. Come on, character sheet, load. Uh, these guys are all looking pretty rough, weren't they? Uh, yeah, a lot of them have, a lot of them have beat themselves up walking through your hellscape, Tom. Uh, it was, it was fantastic. Uh, what a glorious session. Hey, two sessions in a row. Woohoo. Um, now I'm actually going to stop stalling and finish my turn. Um, Sinto is going to cast... Uh, let's throw, let's throw a, an Ego Whip. Uh, what's the range on that? 
five plus five and a half. Well, you know what? I can cast it in the middle of the room and then continue flying because of the way Artani works. So I'm going to cast an Ego Whip. Uh, allow me to back up a bit. Artania is where Jacinto is. Um, we're going to cast... Oh, no, Ego Whip is probably mind affecting. Never mind. Wisp Ally and done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Uh, I'm all discombobulated. Um, so I want a Wisp Ally on Headless, the Headless Chopman. There's and the tiny ghost to represent your Wisp Ally. <laughs> wonderful. Um, so let me grab my, my buff thing, and my turn is over. This map is not is not chaotic at all. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm thinking I needed some more stuff on top of the terrible Adira shards. Sure, sure. Uh, this this giant is going to... This, this small undead giant is going to... That just stroked Grar's face lovingly is going to full attack Grar. Yeah, Grar did not return their affection. No, them Because they're, like, they're, they're toxic. How would something make Sigil's help exactly? There we go, exactly. He's trying, Sam. Oh, you jerk. Just the worst. Um. Okay, so the first one is a 31 to hit. Which I believe is a miss because you have a 35, right? Absolutely. The second one is a critical hit because it's 35. <laughs> Okay. And it's sixty-three bludgeoning damage. As um, it as okay. it as it re- retaliates to your rebuffing its affections with by by being very violent. It, it, it's an, it's a, just a garbage person. Anyway, I'm I got another begin the traffic point from doing a full attack last round, so I'm going to make it that with it. 63 uh, goes down to 31 minus 2, or sorry, minus 2, because my DR is 28. Gosh, you're absorbing so much of this damage. That is quite literally my job. I know. You're doing it very, very well. Uh, This next one... Surprisingly good at this. What uh, invisibility? Uh, if someone's trying to de- detect detect where you are with it, is there a penalty, or do you just get a bonus to your stealth? Well, it's complicated. Yeah. What question? Here, how about I roll a die, and if it's anywhere high, we'll figure it out. If it's low, it doesn't matter. What was the question? Uh, you're invisible, and I have an undead giant that wants to find you. So I was going to roll a perception uh, check. I effectively have a sneak bonus of 20 if I haven't hidden. Sure. You're fine, though, because I rolled a 2 on the die. Okay. For a total of 23. So it has really good perception for some reason. Just because. Because it's rude. It it is rude. Um, And then the, the, the final... 
final one that did this full attack Rar on the last turn is going to follow its very toxic companion's uh, actions and is going to full attack Rar. Alright. You're, you're there, and it's literally their job. But they got a total of 29 and 20 to hit. Substantially below your armor class. It just slaps at you ineffectually. It's petting you on the back. Save is Let me, let me, are we gonna pet the rabbit? It's, I mean, like, that's what it seems like to me. Like, these giants just want to pet me, but some of them are just very bad at it. They're like uh, large toddlers trying to pet a puppy. Uh, the puppy's well, angry. Well, what it is that's... is they've been ordered to attack you, but they're giants, and all of these giants were raised with bears as pets, so you being a bear is confusing them. <laughs> yeah. I'm Murder confused. that puppy! It is, it is Ava's turn. Ava's hiding around the corner. Okay, yeah, this is going to be another short one. Draws a her Mark III serum of healing and drinks it. Also gets two hit points back from the symptoms on his spears. So 24. And then that's my turn. That is your turn. Alright, it is the Headless Lord's turn, who has a little, a little ghost friend distracting him. Courtesy of Jacinto. Uh, they are going to snap their fingers with one of their hands, and their hand axe is going to reappear in their hand. And they're going to throw one of them at Grar, because Grar is the thing that they can see and reach. But because they had to do that swift action, they cannot pull it. Oh, I apologize. It's a plus 40 when I'm not moving. Oh, jeez. Yeah, super didn't see it. But this creature got a 31 to hit. Rawr, missing. Missing. So the, the hand axe sails by and just clatters against the wall and falls to the floor. And Lahan, I, I assume you're going to continue to shoot from so far away that I can't keep you on the screen with everything else. Oh, well, you know, I'm not going to stay entirely this far away. Um, I'm going to move up closer to this wall with my move action, and I will take another shot at that same headless horror that I've been shooting. Um, I believe... Oh, I will even move just a wee bit closer. There we go. Hey, you're just on the screen now. Good, good. Um, I'm close enough now that I don't have to take a penalty. And I take a shot with a 31 to hit. It does hit. That's 33 cold damage. Haha! Damage has been applied. You moved, you attacked. It is now Grar's turn, I believe, unless you have something you want to do with a swift action. Nope, that's it. Right, Grar, you have these, these unruly giant toddlers that just keep trying to pet you against your wishes. Okay, I, I told you I don't like to be touched. Grar says, um, I don't know, does he realize that zombies can't hear slash understand them? Oh, does Grar, Grar have previous experience with undead? And no. Does he have experience with non, non-sentient undead? 
I don't think so. So no, he he's just he's really confused and upset. He's kind of overstimulated right now, actually. I mean, all of your undead experience would be Finn then, and Finn was intelligent. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so here's what I'd like to do. I'm going to go full tag the one on the left, and the first that drops in, uh, the second it's going to go to the one on the right. I, I will tell you this, because I want to be a fan of my players, the one uh-huh. on the right looks significantly more beat up than the one on the left. Oh, cool, then switch those directions. Alright, those look like hits to me. Both of those hit the first one, you can tell me how you destroy it, and the second one is still standing, but very, just savagely humbled. Alright, so the first one tries to cut me again, and I just like, grab it by its arm and toss it into the hellscape. <laughs> the hellscape. <laughs> I, I love that, you reach out and you're just like, and then throw it under the etheric shards, it just gets churned into chunks. Uh, I'm counting that as my kill! <laughs> That's not a very regular thing to do, Jacinto. Jacinto? <laughs> uh, and with the second one, he... He tries it with the other one, it doesn't work. He burps his mouth off of Rainbow and ends his turn. Sure, sure, sure. Sorry, I was distracted by Bertram. He's being very old, so I'm watching him carefully. Uh-huh. Uh, Asinto, it is your turn. So, I don't know why I didn't think of this before. Uh, and by before, I mean last week. Probably because I was busy uh, with all my other old flames. I have. So you remember when we went to that that uh, mental hospital uh, way back in Sandpoint, and we were like, oh, there might be one dead there. Asinto bought one spell gem of Command Undead. <laughs> And if I if I'm not mistaken, some of these guys are mindless undead, right? Yes. At least two of the remaining undead are mindless. No. Yeah, I figured it much. Um so Hatsinto uh spurs Artania out into the hallway over here. Uh to the west, sort of soars out, and he's going to uh target uh, the undead giant right next to... Don't worry, I'm coming back here. Um, <laughs> right next to uh, our headless chopman. And uh, hit move action and standard, he will pull out and cast a, uh, a we'll say like a sickly blackish looking uh, spell gem of Command Undead. Uh, sure. Which crushes in his tiny little uh, twig arms. And uh, this guy gets no saving throw. Uh, no saving. If he is, there is no saving throw for this second level spell. Sure. An, un- an unintelligent undead creature gets no saving throw against this spell. When you control a mindless being, you can communicate only basic commands such as come here, go there, fight, stand still, and so on. Unintelligent undead won't resist suicidal or obviously harmful orders. Um, any act by you or your apparent allies that threatens the commanded undead, regardless of its, of its intelligence, breaks the spell. Okay. You command the undead creature by voice, and it understands you no matter what language you speak. Mm-hmm. So, um, as funny as it would be for me to just take this one down here and uh, send it on a frolic through the uh, the etheric shards, 
Um, I think I'm going to have uh, the giant that I'm controlling to the northeast uh, go ahead and take a swing at uh, its guy. No, it is. Uh, well, I'll tell it, I'll tell it to fight. I, sure. I believe it fights on its turn. Sure, sure. So, I was going to say, I was gonna say, does it start acting now for you, or would it act on its turn? I think acting on its turn would make more sense. Absolutely. Um, and then, oh no, I need to move this. Um, after my turn... I believe, yes, the Song of the Spheres is going down. Uh, so, no more regen after my turn, uh, but I do get the two points to both of us. And then Artanya and Jacinto zip back into the uh, the corridor that we were down. Uh, and end our turn. Very slowly working your way over towards Ava. Uh, it is now the one in the bottom corner that is, it, it's so beat up, but it is a mindless undead and it's been commanded to attack this bear that it, it every instinct is telling it to pet. It's going to, once again, full attack, which, you know, if it misses by a wide enough margin, I might turn into attempts to pet. Fingers crossed. Um, a 33 and a 31. Um, I feel like those were more glancing blows than, than loving pets. So I don't know yeah. if finds that more or less acceptable. It's more acceptable. That's what he's expected. Like, that is what he expects at this point. Sure. Okay, uh, finally they realize that we are joined in battle. <laughs> finally. At, at nearly dead. Uh, this undead up here is going to act under the commands of its, its new lord and master, the new Dark Lord Jacinto. <laughs> Does it get its full set of actions or does it is it limited to one uh the spell simply says uh you can communicate only basic commands such as bloody blah fight okay. um as one of them so right. i am i imagine that would act as using all of its actions sure i i didn't want to artificially limit it but i know some spells do weird things so sure. it is going to full attack but a two on the die will miss and a hey a 31 does hit so it does 36 bludgeoning damage to the person who was supposed to be its commander. And I think your Wisp ally made that hit even more likely. Uh, <laughs> I already cleared right. the damage. I said, what, 34? I think so. You said 31 to hit for 34 blood. Yep. Bam. That was one resounding hit as as their fist just clangs off of the the headless one's armor. Asento yeah. smiles himself in the corridor. Ava, it is you. Uh -oh. oh, Jacinto will communicate this to uh, Ava to and and the others uh, via mind link to not attack the one that has suddenly turned on its commander. Because any hostile actions towards it specifically will end uh, my control. Keeping that in mind. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. 
well. <laughs> so what, uh, uh, what did Ava do there? Nothing. I was going to do something and then I realized that wasn't going to work, so... What she is, in fact, going to do is... Once you go three actions, it's real hard to go back. Seriously? Uh... Yeah, I'm just gonna have to... <laughs> move action to get here, and then another move action to get fucking here. Uh, sorry, Pronkin, here. Another five feet. <laughs> So, 55 feet as a full round action, and Jacinto feels the, the, the backdraft of her jetpack as she flies past him. Oh, oh, nice! Think, thinks at her, oh, er, thinks at him. Don't worry, it's just me. Oh, well that's good. Uh, the Headless Lord... I think is going to retaliate upon its companion who, who just struck him in the back, actually doing a decent amount of damage to him. So they will snap their fingers, summoning their hand axe back to their hand, and then reach out with their other hand and attempt to slam an axe into them. Holy crap, you rolled a natural one. Uh, the, the small undead zombie minion of the Dark Lord Jacinto manages to get a hand up and deflect the axe blade to the side uh, as it just flails around in a rather uncoordinated fashion. Bahan, what would you like to do? Um, let's see. Oops, that's not how I move a map. Um, not far away. 75 feet. Ah. Love to love to see it. My my vision has been uh, somewhat reduced. I don't think my token has vision in here. All of it all of a sudden all of the vision went away on the map and then I grabbed each token and moved it a, a square and then all of a sudden the vision came back on my end. Oh, yep, that worked. Um this is the same headless monster, right? Yes, it has the Sentos ghost on it. Um is there um, anything electrical nearby of it? I mean, it's very normal. Yeah, I'll have to be closer to that. So I'll move in a bit. That's There we go. That's how I do it. I'll move right up to the, the edge of the Xeteric Shards. And... Perfect. Uh, this turn I'll take a shot with my frostmaw once again. Oh, that's only a 25 to hit. That will miss. miss. Oh, it's too bad. And I'll pass my turn. Roar. 
had an enjoyable last six seconds, so... Um, he doesn't really relish the idea of going through these glass shards. He can't quite reach the Headless Axe guy, which is probably the biggest threat, but he's quite fine where he is. He's quite fine for attacking again. Well, you super murder them on the first one, so the second one was just unnecessary. Alright, so I unmake him into small pieces of zombie flesh, I guess. Sure, sure. Let's see. Yeah. What would you like to do? Uh, sensing Ava and hearing her in his head uh, come back this way. Sento will come out, assess the uh, battlefield here. Uh, let's see. Mm. Yeah, you know what? This is probably worth it. Um, Sento will actually have stopped by Ava. Um, and he's going to reach out. Ava's invisible, but I have a mind link connection to her, so I'm probably going to just touch her with healing if that's cool. That's fine. I imagine you reaching out, Ava could just kind of... Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. Reaction to, yes, I will I will touch. I will touch your touch. Um, and Jacinto will say, this is as much for me as it is for you, so don't worry. Um, and I'm going to cast a... Uh, a third level. I almost said three action again. Pathfinder 2 isn't. Um, third level Mystic Cure. Uh, I, one of two third level spell slots left for the day. Um, those nice! Yeah, they are. Uh, how's 34 hit points do you? How much of that do you need? Looks like 11. I needed 11. Alright, I will gladly use that little used effect of Mystic Cure and, uh, take the rest for myself. Yeah, I do I do love Mystic Cure in this system. Mystic Cure is yeah. a very well-designed healing spell, I think. It is. It's, it's, the every, it's the every healing spell, right? Like, it's, uh, it's the kitchen sink spell. I mean, I mean for uh, raw damage, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so that was that... And now I'm gonna try my best to remember to be a battle leader and use reactions to give people stamina points back. Uh, but for now, my turn is over. It is now your minion's turn. <laughs> They're just gonna full attack again. Yeah, fish for them crits, baby. But a total of 19 and a total of 20 will miss. Yeah. Even yeah, on will. a flat footed end. Uh, yeah. Ava, what would you like to do? You've just been healed, rejuvenated. Yes. Ava, what she's going to do is. Yes. Yes, exactly within my, my first range increment. She is going to throw a single shuriken at this thing. Uh, this thing being the headless one from around the corner. She is going to pop out of cover and... Ah. 
doing? I was like, around the hard edge? I mean, she's, she can lead now. Yeah. That's a 29 to hit flat footed EAC. That will hit for 43 sonic damage. 43 sonic damage. You all hit like trucks. <laughs> and as she does that, her invisibility drops. You you throw that singing shuriken f fading into real reality, like no longer invisible. And there's this ghostly image of a semi-truck su superimposed over that shuriken as it slams into the Headless Lord. Uh, and it's their turn. <laughs> and it's... It has one axe... No, it has both axes in its hands. It's... It's not surviving this, and it knows it. And it wants to hurt someone good. Tom... How many... How many... Reflex saves do I need to make there? Uh, remember, you don't actually make reflex saves. It's just reflex save is for the bleed damage. Oh, You're just okay. gonna it's take just the raw damage. Twenty feet of movement. Uh, Twenty feet of movement. Uh, please take the gift of four d eight. Is d eight? Yeah. Seventeen points of slashing damage to your combo. That hurts. A decent amount, and then it's going to swing at Ava. Thirty-two to hit meets fifty-four cold and slashing. Hold on, I had something for this. Reflective reinforcement. Nope. Oh, okay. Or how much damage? Uh, 54. Or that move that lets you just counterattack to deflect some of the damage, I believe. Uh, but that's all it's got. It's Lahan's turn. The creature has moved upon you, Lahan. Oh, that's that's too bad. Yeah, it's, that's that's 50 feet. Um, in that case, I will use the move action to build a barricade and shoot it. A 26 to hit EAC. No. Boo! Probably the Ginjet. Uh, so, uh, that will be Spike There we go. Um, I'll pass my turn. Sure. Grar! You have a creature so. that you can obliterate that all you have to do is step around the, the magic blender. Grar gives you, like, this look like what who is saying this? Moves over here. 15 feet is this week. 
And what does Gror do when he does not full attack? Why, he uses a single move action to move, and then a single move action to trip. Fall to the ground, have those lab to do. No uh, full attacks for you ever again. That trip roll is against their KAC plus 8 though, right? EAC? EAC, EAC plus 8. Or just flat EAC. Just flat EAC? Okay, yes, that does work then. Sorry, it's it's been a bit and your last roll was so high it didn't even matter. All good. No, uh, I'm a magical bear. Everything is against EAC. Sure. Uh, so a little bit of damage. This thing is, is really, really not looking great. And it, it did fall prone, so it... It has a little ghosty, and it's got the little yellow dancing legs. And Jacinto, there, there is a, a a large headless undead creature very close to you. Yeah, don't like that. Um, I think Jacinto. I don't know. I I. There's nothing I can really do to aid or, and I, I'm running on fumes here. So I say, I it looks like we might've found a place we can hide and, and rest. Oh, do you? Okay. Uh, uh, what is that? I might be making assumptions here, but this room looks pretty defendable. Okay. Uh, To help Ava against this crazy thing, I will cast Defrex Hardiness on her. Uh, You now have Thorns and DR12. So that's cool. And then Jacinto is going to uh, tell Artania to back the heck up. And uh, we will end our turn. Oh, and my command to my, my minion is to uh, follow, its, follow its commander and continue to smack it. So chase, basically. Sure. Uh, it is its turn. <laughs> So it moves twenty feet through the, sh- the the blender. Yeah, that's that's regrettable. Uh, Wait, no, but you can't give it suicidal commands. That's not. Uh, they will not ignore suicidal commands. In fact, because uh, it's uh, mindless. Because it's mindless. Okay. Intelligent, unintelligent undead won't resist suicidal or obviously harmful uh, orders. Okay. It's just if I actively threaten or uh, you know attack it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a weird distinction. Uh, it seems fuzzy, but I think it's just I can't like fire a gun or cast a spell on it. Okay, so damage has been applied to it. That was a single move. Uh, I think it's justifiable for it to take a single swing at its commander. And if it hits, it's going to be hilarious. If it's the one that ends the fight, at least to me, uh, a twenty-two will. Ava, what would you like to do? Well, 
It's prone, right? It's prone and it's got a little ghosty, but I think the ghost is going to use She's going to full attack then. And these all have plus four to them because he's on the ground and I am melee attacking him. Sure. So a 20 will miss. These are all versus EAC though, correct? It's EAC. So a 20 will miss. A 25 will miss. But the 29 turned 33 will hit for 35 damage. And you destroy this undead creature. Describe how you do so. Just dab it a whole bunch. Sure. Like Blinken and Robin Hood men in tights. Yes. But I'm getting rid of <laughs> all of these things. Because <laughs> I think Mozilla hates them. Yeah. Yeah. So... And now for the moral moral dilemma I always come to with uh, Command Undead and mindless things under my control for days on end. I don't know if it's into the kind of person that keeps this undead. It's obviously an evil thing. Could be useful for us to uh, to stand guard over us tonight. But there you go. Yeah, I don't see me keeping it for twelve days, but. Jacinto is, uh, you know, under no compunctions about its usefulness. Sure. I need to fix the dynamic lighting layer slightly because that rubble there that's directly to your north is actually blocking things off. Uh, but for some reason, I did not draw that. Hey, we have walls and runways now. I have not done the dynamic lighting since that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I only played with it a little bit. It's not, it's not quite doors, sadly. Want to roll twenty? Give us doors. It didn't. Is po- poly uh, polygon is not a thing, huh? What? Well, that blocked it off. Yeah. yeah, I know it did, but like the polygon draw thing does not seem to be an option anymore. There's huh. just wall <laughs> one way, and then there's the line thickness. So things are gonna. It's gonna get real annoying to do dynamic lighting now. Yeah, the doctor. Um, but all right. Yeah, you have your servant. You are all relatively, at least two of you are beat up pretty bad. The others have at least absorbed some damage to their stamina. And you do have an undead servant. What would you like to do right now? Uh, would you like to loot the bodies? Yes. Sure. Yes. The, the the undead creature basically just had nothing. But the headless one had two ultra-thin hand axes that had the cold and frost fusion on them. Uh, these are, oh gosh, these are level 14 weapons. Each one, with the fusions added on, 180,000 credits, 180,400 credits. Me? Pre-10% 
cost for selling it or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, and yeah. then it was also wearing Vesk Overplate Mark IV, a level 14 set of heavy armor, I believe. 71,850 credits. And it didn't have any extras added on. It was just wearing the armor. Okay. Well, those uh, hand axes are pretty cool for Ava, the thrower. Oh, check them out. All right. Would you like to go keep pressing on? Oh, no. No, Jet. No. Um, yeah, I think tell her to just go home. Let's just pack up. Uh, Grar presses on. Uh, Grar can go punk himself then. Uh, so, Sento is going to sit down in this little room here and, uh, you know, mentally beckon everybody there. Uh, set the giant to, you know, like a watch in this direction. Um, Grar gets snugged. <laughs> uh, Grar can squeeze. It's fine. You're just, you're, you're fine, you big baby. You, um, you now have command of the talent. You can move it around as you wish. Lovely. Oh, look at all those hit points he still has left. I chose the right one to command. You did. You picked um, the healthiest one. You could have killed the other one, but this one was the healthiest. Yeah, that would have been funny, but it also would have been much more brutal than Jacinto generally is, unless he's enraged. Um, so Jacinto is going to take 10 minutes to restore, restore some hit points to Ava. Abilities. I have not used my staff mystic healing for the day, so Ava, please get the gift of 12 times 5 hit points back. Yeah. Um, 70. 70 hit points, Ava. Did you say 12 times 5? Yeah, 7. 60. 60. Shoot. It is 60. I don't know why I did 2 times 5 equals 20 in my head. Uh, okay. So, regardless, still, still more than you needed. Overhealed by 11. Yeah. You love to see it. Uh, Jacinto is going to hit himself with uh, another healing spell. Um, I cast a third level spell. What was it? Uh, it was it was uh, Mystic Cure on Ava. Yep. Uh, this one is going to be a Mystic Cure on me of third level. I am officially at a third level spell slot for the day. Always a fun sentence. Uh... Ugh, gross, di- gross, I almost said damage. Gross healing, too, uh, but I think that's going to be just enough. Or close enough. Yeah, one shine. And I would like to take a 10-minute rest. Uh, well, 20 minutes, really, because I needed 10 to heal Ava. And then one to spend an RP to heal myself. Would any of the rest of you like to take 10 minutes, spend the appropriate amount of resolve, and recover st- uh, stamina? No, it's alright. Already did. Okay. Um, is there... Nah, you know what, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna heal up the giant. The giant, if the giant dies, the giant dies. Is destroyed, I should say. It is undead. 
would you like to do next? Um, there seems to be some rubble to the north in that room. Uh, maybe we should see what's in there, or we can go up this hallway. Uh, what do you all think? I think it would be easiest to just go down the hallway. You got me there. I've got no interest in treasure. Let's, uh, let's go down the hallway. Let's do it That's even worse. Uh, the giant will uh, lumber forward, I guess, after Ava. So, this long hallway has a looming ceiling 40 feet above and is decorated with an intricate display of supports and beams, walls have been carved in long swaths of densely spread rooms. The seven-pointed star is repeated often. To the east, the hallway has caved in entirely. There's a battered door protruding from the rubble, but the hall beyond is completely filled with different detritus. That's for this. To the west, the hall ends at an immense bronze double door. It bears a huge, huge mirror-like silver inlay of the ubiquitous seven-pointed star. The set of doors has no obvious hinges, handles, or locks, save for a single, tiny, star-shaped indentation at the center of the large, mirrored star. We get a key. And I will tell you this now. For those of you that can read New Thessalonian, you can read the runes on the walls. Do you do so? Uh, yeah. Sure. Okay. They are meditative prayers to an entity referred to as the Peacock Spirit. And you... Uh, I didn't look this up, but you are under the effect of a calm emotion spell. You kind of enter into a sort of a zen-like state after reading these scriptures. That's weird. Ava can't read uh, that language. Isn't this... Oh, come on. Give me the... Give me the Starfinder version of it. Uh, don't we get a will save against this? Uh, you can if you want. I just did not think it was super necessary to look up because it was a basically a harmless effect. So... Well, it turns them into a non-violent state. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a non-issue. If you want to have resisted it, you can have resisted it and just realized what the effect was. That's fine by me. I think it's appropriate that Ava, Ava's incapable of meditating. Well, well, also, if Ava doesn't actually read the language, then Ava wouldn't be affected. That's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, Tento will resist. Don't need nobody inside my head. Um. Well, uh, that's spooky. Avoid reading those if you can. Um. I see Ava's going to the right, but don't we have a key to this door? Ava will. Oh yeah, no, we have. We have mind link. She doesn't have to hand commands. She'll think at you guys. There are more pressing concerns to the north as she slowly draws two of her shurikens 
How how do you know this? Uh, my eyeballs. Yeah. Oh. Ava, I would like for you to make a stealth check. You moved off the map, but I didn't quite see where you were standing, so please make a stealth roll. I am going to make a perception Gladly. roll, and we're going to then go into initiative. That's a 38 stealth. You're, you're facing off uh, a creature I did not expect. I expected to face off against a different one. So 38, you say, as your lab loads, I will kick, not kick, I will click perception. They are very good at perception. It's the uh, rule of dungeon dungeoneering. You must always explore the open route, lest enemies come from that direction. Sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> I rolled one higher than your stealth check, so you are not surprising them. I got a total of 39. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, yeah, so let us do initiatives. And for some reason, it did not add... Uh -huh, there we go. You can, we can make it that 15. That's no, no problem. I thought I recognized this. Yes, you 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 faced uh, young versions of these creatures before in the catacombs of wrath. That was a minute ago. Yes. So they they are very familiar. You do. Ava definitely is like that well, is a hound of Tendalos. Didn't we just fight the Hounds of Tindalos in that one weirdly non-Euclidean room? No. You fought a runeslave oh. giant. Remember, oh. all of the Who's architecture this? is oddly devoid of corners. And Ava, looking yeah. at this room, you see that this room has been further modified to be even have even less in the way of corners and sharp edges. So it's a little bit interesting that there are Hounds of Tindalos in there. Let me describe the room to you, because it's an entirely different direction than I was expecting, and fine. The strange, this strange empty room has been smoothed over to an even greater extent than the other chambers in this complex. Every angle of the walls has been modified to be as, as into a gentle arc. There are, any element of harsh regular lines has been removed from view. Patches of what appear to be scorch marks stain the walls and floors here and there, especially to the south where part of this bulkhead has been, like, smashed, which is what Ava's looking through. And it is the creature that Ava's spying's turn. A Ava peeked around the corner, and the creature, its head just snaps to its left and stares at Ava. And I need to read ability works. It, it tells me nothing. It's a gaze attack. Uh, when oh, when foes look at the attack. Okay. Ava, you're looking at it, right? Yeah. 
it is going to answer, but it can it, it turns and looks at you and it flies towards you. And it just kind of hovers there in the air with its vaguely painted paws just kind of like doing I don't know. I don't know how else to describe this. It's just they're kind of half cocked as though they were kind of dog paddling through the air. And it, it stares at you. But I need I need a saving throw from you. And it doesn't tell me what kind of saving throw. It just tells me the numbers. It's a jerk. Uh, it's a will or fortitude saving throw. It's very wishy-washy in this description. I'm going to say that this is probably a will save. It makes sense to me. Twenty-eight. You stare at the creature, or the creature stares at you. You stare back, and you feel something trying to tear at you, but it just kind of slides off. And it is now Garster. Uh, says. Uh, what's going on over there? Then Ava will respond, Hounds of Tindalos have returned. That means nothing to me, says Gar. <laughs> uh, bad doggies. Okay. Uh, Gar walks over there, looks at the Oh, ew. Squeezes through the rubble and pops out over there. And what's the rule? If Gar does a move action, he then must do a trip. That's the law. That's the law. That's a 33 against the CAC and 16 damage. Trips don't do damage. My trip does. I don't know why. Okay, uh, real quick, sorry I was muted. Uh, these creatures muted, actually Jack. have an absurd amount of reach, so you would trigger an attack of opportunity hey, before you... Yep. You're muted. You're talking to yourself? It's because I went back to doing the double mute thing because the switch on my microphone wasn't working. Sorry. These creatures actually have an absurd amount of reach, so you moving into that space would uh, trigger an attack of opportunity before you could do your trip. Okay. Um... Yeah, I can't really... Like, I was going to be in here, but this is, I don't think I would fit, right? Like, it has to squeeze, and I don't want that sort of evil, so yeah, let's, I'm gonna go pop on in. Sure, okay. So, it is going to claw at you, a 27, which is a 2 on the die, will miss, and then you do trip at it for a 33 versus EAC. Yeah. Uh, you successfully trip it, so it kind of turns upside down and floats to the floor. Very good. Uh, you do a little bit of damage. Uh, with the jangly legs. And it is Ava's turn. Uh, Ava was getting ready to 
hurl a dagger at this thing. Just kind of uh, uh, comes over here, dances around Gorar, and we've got flanking buddies. Is this thing prone on the ground? Is that it, what the little leggies mean? Yes, that's what the little leggies mean. Is it's prone on the ground because Grar trip. Add four to this attack. I don't want to, but I will. Thirty to hit for forty-seven sonic damage. Oh gosh, that does so much damage. <laughs> and I'm ignoring five dr. Uh, just in case. That's Fortunately a- for you, and unfortunately for me, Sonic is not one of the things it's resistant to. Cool, 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 cool. Alright, that's my turn. Um, Is it a move action? I, if, I feel like closing your eyes is, should be nothing more than a swift action, but... Well, I will tell you here, you have a couple options. You can avert your gaze. Uh, an opponent avoids looking at a creature's face instead looking at its body watching its shadow tracking it in reflective surface etc each round the opponent has a 50 percent chance to avoid having to attempt a saving throw against the gaze attack the, the creature with the gaze attack however gains concealment against the opponent so you can choose to be averting your gaze but then the creature has concealment uh i don't know if i'm gonna convert my gaze uh, uh, uh I don't know if I'm going to avert my gaze, especially not during Pride Month. That feels inappropriate. I was I was searching for a joke as well. Thank you for doing that way. Uh, happy Pride Month, everyone. Um, yeah, Ava Ava will do that if it, if allowed at, at the end of her turn. She's looking at the ground. You could also choose to put on a blindfold if you want, but. Uh... I don't have blind fight, I'm afraid. Sure. Uh, this this creature, this this weird alien elder puppy, floats around a corner here. Zoom out a little bit. Video. Okay. Sorry, I got a notification. I wanted to make sure it wasn't for you guys. It's going to look very intently at the large menacing beast. Because Ava's back is to it. Rar, would you like to make me a will save? Okay. I've never seen these things before, so I have no... Uh, I have no reason to avert my eyes or any of that shit. Fair. Uh, you got a total of 24, which is okay. enough. So you are unaffected by the, the, the directed gaze of the Hound of Timbalos. Lahan, what would you like to do? Goodness gracious. Um, well, I, uh, I'll move up where I can see it. I think I probably have to do a double. No. Twenty feet, but yeah. So I'll just uh, I'll slip around, sort of behind Grar, or here. 
and I will go ahead and um, avert my gaze and let's keep these elves. Yeah, um, yeah. It's not totally I'm also not, yeah. Sure. All right. And I believe that was everything that you were going to do. And another, another puppy sort of dog paddles through the air and moves slightly closer. And it looks at Lahan. Lahan, would you like to make me a will save? Uh, I mean, no. D20 first to see if she even needs to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. You did avert my case. I did avert my case. Now, the question is can you choose to avert your gaze from everything or from the one creature that you were looking at? That's weird. Uh, whatever. You were really obviously just looking at the ground. Yeah, you're just kind of looking at the ground. It's fine. So that your its gaze slides off you as I chose poorly. It is a puppy. It's fine. Pacento, what would you like to do? Pacento is going to. Boop Artania with some Deeprex Hardiness. Have these things been doing physical damage to my friends? I haven't hurt anybody yet. I haven't hurt anybody. Okay, we're. I'm. Uh, belay that. Breaks hardiness. Uh, we're gonna send the giant in. How how fast is my giant friend? Uh, you're muted. That's just beautiful. Uh, giant's gonna go. Oh man. Uh. He is going to have to double move because Grar parked his big fat butt in the door. Exactly where I'm supposed to. Go on. Uh, so we double move. Oh, there's three of these puppos. Uh, and Giant will spend the last, I guess, you know, 10 feet of his movement getting in the way of this doggo. Um, I don't know how gaze effects work with mindless creatures, but we're going to find out, I guess. Um, I guess it all depends on if it's got mind affecting tag or not. Well, yeah. Um, then. Magical, but I'm going to be going from that this now to get more information. Fun. Uh, then Sinto and Artania will just sort of hover over here and drop Artania off, uh, drop Sinto off on the floor. And then Artania will, like, scuttle for a little bit, but stay behind the corner for now. And that's our turn. All right. 
but not muted, but beautiful. It is the first time that we you that has saved against this gaze, I need you to put a marker on your token because you are immune to it for 24 hours. It is the flexi arm one for those of you that have saved. Uh, Grar made it. Ava made it. Uh, Lahan didn't have to make it. Let's put the little flexi arm on Grar so we don't forget. Okay. I was like, what? Okay, you can find it. Though. That's fine. And that is unfortunate for me, but fortunate for you. Uh, this hound does not like being between the two of you. You guys got me a little off guard going this direction. I expected you to go to the door for some reason. I'm pretty cool. It is going to full attack, and it's actually going to lash out once at Ava and once at Roar. And it's lashing out with its, its piercing tongue. Uh, the first one is going to go to Ava. Four to those from being on the ground, right? Oh, it was on the ground. So... Yeah, I said it. It's going to happen. Uh, a 20 will miss. And a... 27 will also miss Grar, I assume. Yes, incorrectly. I guess incorrectly? No, yeah, I said you assume correctly. Okay, I thought I heard incorrectly. I was very confused. Grar, it is your turn. This this puppy that is upside down on the ground just lashed out at you with this nasty, nasty tongue. Uh, so, I don't think Grar finds puppies to begin with. And this is not a cute puppy after, you know, all things considered. So what does Gara want to do? Gara wants to make this horrific monstrosity stop existing. He gets a plus four to these because of these uh, upside down, correct? Sure. Uh, oh, and plus two for flanking things. That's 36 and 35. That super duper hits, and that's a lot of damage. 99 damage. Uh, the, 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 this, this creepy otherworldly puppy shrieks in agony as this bear just mauls it. Ava, how would you like to pile? I'm assuming you'd like to pile on this puppy. Oh, of course. Um, it's on the ground. It's flanked. We've got all kinds of bonuses to it. There's no reason not to. Cha! 19. So I'm pretty sure it's like with plus sixes. Oh yeah, because flanking and it's prone. Yeah. So 25 will miss. 28 will hit. And then the 33 will hit. 
so 44 plus 38 damage. You murder this puppy by reaching down, just stabbing the crap out of it with your singing onslaught. Good. Oh, confident boy. And that'll be my turn. Sure. You know what I just realized? You're immune to individual hound's gazes, but I don't think you're immune to all hound's gazes. But the one that's dead is the one that Ava was immune to. Uh, does it say to the ability or to the specific hound? Because it usually says you're so immune to, to that hound's gaze for 24 hours. So let's change this flexi arm on Grar to a blue icon, because that was the one that Grar saved against. Never seen that wording on an ability before. Very interesting. Very I interesting. Mean, I can, I can. I mean, you can feel free to look it up on this. I. I glossed over that at first, and then I was like, wait a minute, something clicked. So, this hound, which is the one that's above you, Ava, is going... She's got her back to it. You've got your back Uh, to it. She's got her back to it. Yep, it's going to float. It's not even going to float closer. You're close enough. It's going to lash out with its tongue. Its tongue will launch from its mouth. It is going to full attack, and it's going to try and pierce you with its tongue. A 37 and a 22. 37 will hit. 37 will hit. You are going to take 31 piercing damage and one negative level. As you feel some of your very essence leave your body. No save or anything for that? Just negative level? That's all right. We'll get you okay, a new neck. Uh, we'll get. I read it. You get a save. Make your save. Fortitude. I apologize. Did not want to be a complete jerk. But a natural one will fail. So you do get the one negative one. You can recover that after a day. the hound's turn. Lahan, you just saw Ava get stabbed by a tongue and like a weird pulse of energy travel along that tongue and into the hound. Yeah. Yeah, that that seems bad. In fact, uh, I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna combat track one marked as blue, oh. and I'm gonna take a shot at it. You're not averting your gaze anymore? Uh, nope. A 30 will hit for 34 hold damage yes please that is not magic damage is it uh it is because it's energy damage which in oh, yeah. constitutes magical damage well this creature has dr10 slash magic well it's dr anyway which doesn't care yeah. about cold yeah, DR doesn't care about energy, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. So it is 35. Um. It's, it squeals in agony. Uh, it's a very distorted dog squeal sound. 
Um, very good. Uh, that is my turn. Log up. It is this hound's turn. This hound is going to. It's got a big giant in its face. It's going to try and do what it does best. He's not tagged as mental at all. That is surprising. The creature that succeeds on its save is immune to that specific hound's gaze for 24 hours. It is a supernatural effect, which I cannot remember if that triggers an attack of opportunity. Nah, it'd be a spell-like ability. Okay, so the hound just looks real intently at this giant. The giant needs to make a will save, which I will roll. Because I can't hand you control of the giant and hero laptop. Nah. No, you can keep your hero lab chat. It rolled a 35, though. So this, this undead giant is now immune to this hound's gaze. One out of two, baby. Oh, and Jacinto, it's your turn. Sweet. All right. So um, I assume it's okay that I'm just having the giant take turns on my turn now. That's, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, let's have giant take a full attack at the red hound. Thirty bludgeoning damage. The hound squeals and you hear like a little bit of a crunching sound. Sweet. Yep. All right. Uh, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make a spell happen, and that spell is called Zone of Truth. No, uh, it's gonna be Predict Foe. Uh, and we are going to predict the actions of this hound. I reach into the target's mind. Uh, this hound being the blue one. You reach into the target's mind, extracting a sense of its immediate intention. For the duration, you can warn a creature against uh, a creature the target intends to attack, providing that creature with concealment against the attack. I have one quick question. Is this spell yeah. described as mind affecting or telepathy? You can continue to spell. Uh, I know it says in the text that you reach into the target's mind, but I'm looking for any tags. In this system, it usually says, hey, this is a mind-affecting effect. Yeah. Uh, this does not say that. Okay, that's fine. Then. I just wanted to be sure, because there are there, there are things that would happen if it were. Right, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, so, that's my action. And is going to get in there. Get down and dirty with the hounds, and he's gonna sort of just zip in next to Ava. He's not gonna approach Blue just yet, though. And that is our turn. Sure. what would you like to do? The, that 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 mean puppy is dead. Okay. So Grar likes this liking thing. 
Um, and there's nowhere for him to stand. Thank you, friends. He's gonna whoosh. He He's gonna take that AO from from Pepper number blue. Sure. You, you probably could have stood right here. No, no, no. It's, I want to make it uh, easier for you. Uh, lashed out with a claw. 41 will hit. It's not a crit. And you will no, take... let, me, let me go here. Okay, go on. Okay. You will take 39 slashing damage. As it breaks out at your ribcage as you run past it. Okay, I've got one Vanguard point because I did a full attack earlier. So again, we'll use it to take out. It's gonna be 18, 39 minus 36 divided by 2 is 18. You're like, I take 4. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. I might as well, right? I'm a big beefy boy, but I am. Um, I'm second guessing myself on the trip show, so I'm not going to. I'm not going to trip. I'm just going to do regular old um, dropping strike. Sure. Uh, Twenty-eight. I say hopefully. Uh, that meets. Okay. I'll take that mere forty damage. That mere forty damage. The the, the the this this weird eldritch dog just it yelps. Um, and I'm wincing internally because I've heard dogs yelp when they're injured and I don't want to describe it more than that. Uh, Ava, okay. it's your turn. Hello. Um, seeing that one being less vulnerable than red, Ava's actually going to go flying up and over and say, Grar, you've got this, as she does a somersault and lands behind this one getting flanking. Okay, um, real quick. This is the one room where they don't describe the height, height of the room, but I imagine it was matching the hallway of 40 feet. How high did you go up? And that is, it is very important that I know this. Um... If you're asking about the uh, attacks of opportunity, it doesn't really matter. As I land in this square, I would have had to have gone through, and it seems like it has at least 15 feet. So I provoke. Okay. Yep. Getting there. Uh, and, and and I want to just reiterate how weird these creatures are. When they lash out at these great distances, like the tongue stretches unnaturally long, but as it lashes out with this claw, as you're like 15 feet away, it sort of lashes out and its forearm disappears and then its claw like appears out of like a corner of your own armor and lashes across your body is what's happening and i rolled a 30 to hit that'll miss that'll miss and it it, it, this the claw comes out and it scrabbles across your breastplate and then just it kind of seeps back into that seam in your armor Neva comes down with a 26 plus 2 for flanking. That meets. Nice. For 45 sonic damage. 45. Ouch. That hurts so much. Um, it is it is Blue's turn. Uh, Blue is cornered by the bear immune to its gaze. It does not like that. It's going to scream at you, Grar, and just launch a barrage of tongue jabs at you. 
Do you have a volume other than scream? My goodness. No, these things just scream and shriek and yelp. That's that's what they got. <sighs> what an upsetting idea. A series, a flurry of tongue jabs. Yep, uh, a 38 to hit. Yeah, now you got it. A 32 to hit. Nah. Okay, the 38 will do... 33 piercing damage, and I require a fortitude save. Okay. I'm sure you will knock the fortitude out of the park as you are a vanguard. <laughs> now that you've said this, I'm going to roll uh, a three or something. Nice. I'm calling it right now. I don't get. I didn't call it correctly. That would have gotten any points anyway. It's it's it, it's pretty close, but you do manage to succeed, so you do not lose a level. You feel something pulling at like your very essence, but it seems to your your essence either is just you're stubborn enough to not let it go, or it it's not strong enough to hold tight, and it you don't see that pulse of energy travel down the tongue like you did with Ava. Um. Yeah, let's um see what we can we can do here. Um. You know, let's um. I have a pretty good back here. Let's see. Uh, let me increase the range. Oh, I can reduce the range increment for extra damage. That's what I thought. Um. Yes. So I can reduce. Let me uh, put this in in chat so everybody can see it if they uh, so desire. Oh, but it is a standard action. So I guess I can't. Uh, I love that one though. I can't. I can't recalibrate uh, and um, and shoot at something. Which is too bad. Um, so I suppose, you know, I do have twin tracking, so let's uh, put a combat tracking on the red one now with my move action okay. and take a shot again at blue. Frost one. 26 to hit EAC. 26 to hit EAC will. Miss. Drat. All right. Oh, I passed my turn off. All right. There we go. It's the hound's turn. It's the red one that's flanked. And it whips around and it stares at you, Ava. Would you, would you like to make me a will save? Yes, I was waiting for you to tell me what it was. Sure. An 
Ava, you feel this creature's gaze look at you, and you feel something like scrabbling at your very core and tearing at it. And this time you don't shrug it off. This time it goes through, and you take slash roll. 46 damage. And just these wounds just start ripping across your body. But what kind is the damage? It's just labeled as magic damage. That's not a damage type in Starfinder. I'm I'm, I'm looking at the thing. Uh, It is... Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, God, man, I keep messing up. Thank you for calling me on my crap for messing up. Uh, slashing. It is slashing oh. and magic. There we go. I missed the little S. Magical slashing. Yep. Magic slashes. But thank you for calling me on that because I missed the tiny S. That is okay. Um, and Jacinto, you will do, we will do your turn, and then that's where we were going. We we're going to call it, and we can continue this next week. Uh, so Red is going to swat at, uh, well, Red. So my, sorry, my giant is going to swat at Red. Sure. Um, and then I'll let you process that in the background. And our, our Tanya is going to, oh, go on. No, no please. Let you know that both of those did hit. Fantastic. 29 bludgeoning and then 30 bludgeoning. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's, it, it's, it screams so loud, and you hear like ribs snapping as this giant is just pounding on this creature. Sento thinks to himself, I gotta remember to get another one of those spell Um. And then our Tanya is going to move up to blue. I believe this will provoke if there has not used her AO yet. I think they have, though, because Brar moved in there. No, that was two turns ago. Sorry. Yeah, it, it has since turned and attacked Brar with tongues, and Brar resisted the negative level. Okay. It will, it will lash out at our Tanya with one of its claws. Uh, it's going to just reach into nothing and then part of it and then it's it's forearm will kind of like pop out of part of it Artania's like saddle harness or something and kind of try and drag its nails across Artania's tight Careful. a 38 to hit oh you know that hits yep and it is 54 slashing damage uh 54 no that's good, Artania. Uh, and Artania is then going to take a standard action to. Oh, I'm going to use my uh, I'm going to use my spell because I completely forgot that I was concentrating on this spell. Uh, predict spell. Oh. So that's what that's what is doing. Um, I would like to give Artania concealment against that attack if you'll allow it retroactively, sure. which yeah. give a uh, DC five. Or, you know, uh, uh, it's effectively a DC5. Well, I'll, I'll roll a D100. Would you prefer 20 to 1 being the miss or 80 to Yeah, 1 to 20. 
Okay, one to twenty is the miss. Roll me. All right, so all that goes first. That's fine. Uh, and then Artanya will take a bite. Sure. Oh no, my character sheet is being dumb. Uh-huh. Uh, roll twenty-five versus KAC. That will miss. Yeah. All right. That's my turn. And that's your turn. And that's where we're gonna pause. With we pause a lot on Artanya biting something. Well, trying to bite something. You know, Arcana just bites lots of things, I suppose. Correct. Um, so, thank you again for playing with me this week. I very much appreciate it. Uh, we are closing in on the end. I know I've been saying that for a while, but real life's been interfering. But there is a very real chance that we are going to wrap this book up next week. Nice. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yes. So... That's exciting. And I'm going to just announce so that people that are familiar with Rise of the Ruins aren't confused. I'm cutting book five out. Uh, It's not necessary. And there are some things in that book that I don't want to touch with a 10-foot pole. So we're not going to. (laughs) It doesn't anything of substance to the story for my purposes. So just cutting that book out so we'll be jumping into book six post this book oh man so i've thanked my players we're just gonna what's up wake up and be like are we gonna wake up the game three levels or something or uh we'll we'll figure something out okay (laughs) i do like gaining three levels yeah yeah that'd be great so, I thanked my players because they're lovely people and they've played this game with me for many, many, many sessions. 63 to be in, uh, to be wow, I can't even talk to be true, fair, actual, whatever. You know what I mean. Uh, Leif, I want to do a special thank you to you because you're running our audio and I would like to ask you to tell us who we should thank for their wonderful music. Yes, indeed. Today we're thanking Lo-Fi Girl and Alex Productions, as usual. All uh, 100% free, all 100% online. Awesome. I would also like to thank Nick and Steve Calling, because Nick gave me Steve Calling's Isle of Lore status icons, and that's where we got the little jangly legs and the ghost and the flexi arm. (laughs) And they're cute. They're very cute. Uh, Nick, is there any, uh, what's happening Sunday? Oh goodness, Sunday we are back after a two week hiatus. Um, our scholars are being promoted um, to conversance and with all of the responsibilities and privileges that entails, and they'll be giving speeches. Um, so if you wanna hear Ooh. these guys give speeches, um, Oh no! Um, hang out on Sunday. You guys, I told you two weeks ago. Yeah, that was two weeks ago. Also, um, I'm sure the ceremony will go great, and we won't be ambushed at all. Sure, I'm I mean, no. I've never speech. been ambushed at a ceremony ever. I remembered we were doing speeches, Nick, but just for the other guys. What were these speeches supposed to be about? <laughs> I will, um, in our behind the curtain channel for Strength of Thousands, remind you of the topic of your speeches. Sure. They don't have to be long speeches, mind you. Otherwise, we're just going to wildly improvise, and that could be bad. 
Um, I mean, it'd be wonderful to listen to y'all wildly improvise. That's what I show up for every week. Sure. Uh, So, uh, and then, like I said, next week, there's a very real chance we end this book. Uh, Small chance we don't, but a very good chance we do. If anyone has any questions, comments, or shoutouts, you can contact us a a, a couple of ways. There's email. We have nonstandardaction at gmail.com. We have our Discord, which the link should either be below if you're watching the video. If you're listening to us in podcast form, it should be in the show notes. And I think you can get at us via Twitter, which is at nonstandardact. Darn character limits. Yeah. Uh, And... I'm going to do my usual icebreaker plea. We do have a little bit of a buffer because we've unfortunately been interrupted by real life, but we could always use more. Uh, They are in our welcome channel and our feedback channel on our Discord, and I believe they are pinned on the feedback channel and just front and center on the welcome channel. And that's pretty much all I've got. Do any of you have anything you'd like to add? No? Thank you for running. Thank you. Uh, yeah, been delightful. Yes, well ran. Thank you. Uh, even with all my goof ups, but I, I appreciate you for bearing with me there. But after this, I think it's time for us to say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Have a good night. Goodbye, everyone. Okay, there we go. Take care of yourselves. <laughs> and happy Pride Month. <laughs>